Hey, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, you beautiful kings and queens. <laughs> Thank you for pulling up to this podcast. You guys are dope. I appreciate your support. Just wanted to give you guys two gifts, one of which is the length. This is a much shorter episode than the other episodes. And the second gift is the guest feature. Today's guest appearance is brought to you by Solomon Worku, who is a little bit like me in the sense that he's intelligent, lives in Brooklyn, and also very handsome. Um, Young Ethiopian brother that I've known for the last seven years, and we've actually been having these music review conversations in private over email, Gchat, all kinds of crazy stuff. And this episode I brought to the public for you guys. So yeah, I really hope you enjoy it. Special shout outs to General. Can't wait to have you on the show next. To Nick and EB. The next two episodes are about to drop in a week or so. I hope you guys like those two. And I want you to email. Please email me at laststopontheD at gmail.com. LaststopontheD, all one word, spelled exactly how it sounds. You know the deal. Peace. Have a good week. Honestly, seriously. Have a good day and have a good week. What going people? You're listening to the last stop on the D. Thank you and subscribe now for bonus material. Bless. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Welcome back to Last Stop on the D. It's your boy, the main host, Brandon, a.k.a. B. Flacco, Basquiat in Brooklyn. I'm here with my co-host. Paul, how y'all doing? What's good, what's good, what's good? And I got a new guest for you guys, my homie Solomon. We've known each other for a minute, haven't we, Saul? We have. It's been years and years at this point, so thank you for having me, good sir. Absolutely. Happy to have you here. Happy to have you. Yes. Thank you for being here, Solomon. Yo, so um, the main purpose of this episode was for you guys to hear other educated, intelligent men of color speak intelligently about music without, you know, slandering and being too negative. So I really hope you guys, you know, maybe learn something. If you haven't listened to Certified Loverboy or Donna, do me a favor. Don't, because <laughs> at this point, it's okay if you don't care that much. I got a good friend of mine who listens to this right now. Shout out to EB, who's really an R&B head, and that's okay. Well, I guess that means he should be listening to CLB then. Huh? Um, but yeah, yo, let's get into it. Um, yeah, they don't have enough of things like this out there on the internet. Would you guys agree? Yeah. Word. Absolutely. Definitely need more uh, instant feedback regarding albums and critical yes. reviews, for sure. Yes, like college educated, not none of that Twitter shit. None of that's like, you know, Instagram uneducated, like responses and shit. Like, nah, nah, like educated shit. Like, tell me why you liked it. Tell me why you hated it. All right. So we'll get right into it. Um, ask you guys, yeah, what are your top three songs off both albums? And then let's talk about like what's next for these artists and 
yo, give the listeners something else to listen to because I feel like everybody's been buying into this feud for like a week now. Don't give me both one album a pop. Shoot. Call me if you get lost. Y'all should listen to that if you haven't already. The Tyler Creator came. That might be the album. Oh, of the that's year. the one. Quite honestly, you should listen to that ASAP on repeat. Right. Shoot. As far as like. I think it's worth a listen, Saul. I think it's worth a listen, Saul. Oh, I'm going through all his shit. After that interview, I'm going through all his shit. He got me. Shoot. I will say my top three off of CLB. Shoot. What would that have to be? I don't want to put Yebba's Heartbreak because that's actually just an interlude. Race My Mind in the Bible and Sue. Those songs all were... Very good, in my opinion. Race, race my mind could do without the hard rappers at the end, but oh shoot! Your three favorites uh, off Donda? Oh, you want my three favorites off Donda too? Shoot, shoot! I would say Hurricane, Jonah, and damn, this is actually really hard because there's, there's too many songs I like on this one. I don't know if it's between Jesus Lord, Heaven and Hell. God breathed. I like God breathed. Reminds me of Jesus. I was just about to say that is Jesus all over that track. Oh, such a good track. Oh my God. Um, top three for CLB. I am going Fair Trade. I am going Champagne Poetry. I guess, I, I guess I'm going to do in too deep for Donda, I would go ooh, 24. Lord, I need you. And pure souls. And okay, another, okay, al- okay. another album to listen to, I would say Isaiah Rashad. I think that's him. Uh, dude from uh, Top Dog. Yes, from TD. Yeah, that's that shit is like ridiculous. Like I had to listen to that album just to separate because I've just been listening to Donda, the certified lover boy. So that album was a good uh reset for me. The house is burning, just dropped 2021. Go listen to that right now, guys. Um, so my top three off CLB is probably gonna be Poppy's Home, No Friends in the Industry. And um, damn, I am Y2, just because the Cuddy is just crazy. Runner up, though, for sure. Fair trade and way too sexy, for sure. Um, Donda? Top three off Donda. Sorry, again, it's so loud. Off the Grid, Hurricane, and OK, OK, Part 2. Just because that feature on OK, OK, Part 2 is crazy with the with the Patois, that shit is bananas. Um, I need y'all to do me a favor, go right now and listen to either um, The Plugs I Met or by Benny the Butcher or Hitler Wears Hermes <laughs> 6, West Side Gun. Y'all are really missing out and doing yourself a disservice if you call yourself a hip hop head. You haven't heard West Side Gun or Benny the Butcher or Conway the Machine or a Griselda album. Do me a favor and Google that shit right now. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's something to mix it up for you guys. Um, what do you guys think is going to be next? What do you think this perception is and rollout is going to look like? Uh, not really. Okay, good. No, not even. All right. I forgot to say one other thing that was in my notes. Um, 
Yo, I'm gonna put this in the beginning. Come on. Okay, work. Saul and I have been friends for actually longer than Kamal and I have been friends. It's actually crazy since my Boston days. Um, Saul and I know each other from Boston, and we've always been um, music fanatics. I've always like pretty much gone straight to Saul when I lived in Boston every time there was a music drop a hip-hop drop because nobody else could appreciate hip-hop quite the same way as Saul so thank you for being here for this amazing review we about to get into right here dude the thought the thought of us rekindling these old conversations you know had me excited so uh, I'm I'm amped yo for the for the listeners who do know y'all know I'm adamant about music um Saul and I Real quick, used to go back and forth on email chains and fucking Outlook during the workday. We used to just go back and forth about like, nah, yo, Kendrick is the illest, nah, Drake is the illest, nah, J. Cole is the illest. We used to just go back and forth. But um, so today we're here because we want to talk about a little bit of COB versus Donda versus everything. So um, the disclaimers I just want to start off with is I am a fan of both Kanye and Aubrey and Drake. Um, Kamal, are you like one side or the other? Do you like, you know, are you going to play middle game and Saul what about, and a- after? I've had very mixed feelings about uh, both artists as time went on. I would say I'm a bigger Kanye fan overall just because, um, you know, just a lot of variety to his work. I like Drake. I like the, the sounds he produces. But I think if uh, if I had to pick one specifically, you only listen to this one artist for the rest of your life. I'd pick mm-hmm. Kanye. So, okay, okay. Uh, I I am a huge fan of both. Uh, I would say with Kanye, I I feel as though I kind of watched his growth. I feel like I grew with him to an extent. Uh, you know, I think it started like in '03 with you know the bootleg of College Dropout. Right, like not even the original, but the bootleg of college dropout. <laughs> and so, like, I've been a fan of this dude since forever. And so, watching his, you know, musical uh, transition, but also his personal transition has been tough, especially the last few years. So that's my disclaimer there, because I also feel like the last couple of albums hasn't really hit. So I feel like you know, it's one thing to be yeah. different or off; it's another thing for your music not to, to match, right, or to yeah. the same body. I've been pretty disappointed with that. With Drake, um, huge fan, huge fan. Um, I, I would say for the last maybe 10 years, it's been him, Cole, and Kendrick, right? I think they're the big three. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I would say Drake is that dude. So I, I'm a huge fan. I don't have any um, negative things to say about him. So anytime an album drops for him, I look forward to it. So this has been yeah. a good week. Yeah. Yeah, it's been an amazing week. Um, for those of you who are listening to this later on in the future, it is the first week of like September, second week of September. It's about to be fall, about to be October. Um, we're all actually located in Brooklyn right now. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys for taking your holiday to um, come on this podcast and talk a little bit about this. Um, yeah, so for day, everyone. yeah, you know, happy OT Labor Day. I'm making that OT right now. I hope my boss knows hands. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, I gave Donda a 7 out of 10. Kamal gave a rating for Donda as well. Saul, so, what was your general? 
Yeah. yeah. Let's let's establish this uh, rating system right now before we dive into yeah, this. I was, gonna, guys, I was just about to ask for that, man. <laughs> y'all can give him five mics. Y'all can give him A minus, B minus, C minus. You can give him 10 out of 10. Just um, just state for the listeners um, your your rating system when you give it, when you give it. Um, yeah, so I gave it a set of seven out of 10. Um, I never give 10 out of 10s for those of you guys have heard me before. Um, yeah. And for CLB, now that I've heard CLB four times, I give CLB a seven, uh, uh, a six out of 10. I want to give Donda a 7.5 out of 10. I need to review that. That, uh, But yeah, 7.5 out of 10. And CLB gets a six out of 10 for me. What about you guys? Uh, originally, I gave Donda like what, a nine? A nine. Um, it has been very re-listenable. I, I will drop that down to an eight and a half because I do have a few mixed feelings about um, some tracks. I'm not the biggest fan of Junior, which I know a lot of people like that song, but me personally, no. Um, Rick, Rick. Junior, watch that, Abby. But yeah, the, I give it an 8.5. I give CLB uh, a 7.5. Uh, maybe an eight if I'm in the right Drake type of mood to listen to that whole album, which is... Yeah, I put down to a little bit above though. Okay, about you, so. Um, I would give Donda a. I would give Donda a. A an eight. And actually, you know what? I'm giving Donda a seven. I'm giving CLB an eight. Okay. Okay. Word. So seven and eight. Word. Lyrics, beats, artist, image. What, 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 uh, what compiled those ratings for you guys? Ooh, um, yeah, for me, I felt like when I get a Kanye project nowadays, for better or worse, it's actually an authentic piece from him, regardless of uh, if you want to even go in on on his word choice or flow. It's a, it's something that's always authentic to him, mm-hmm. truly authentic to him. He's not giving me two things that'll confuse me about who he is as a person it's always like kind of a a concise image into what he is now uh you kind of got that from the listening parties there were some some hidden meanings buried beneath those three uh listening parties um which people probably ignore because people were upset about the rollout in general and didn't think hmm maybe not every artist because they're artists has to release their art in the same way um i i didn't get necessarily as much authenticity from from CLB I know that there are things that Drake experienced that he talks about and those things are authentic but as far as him digging into another part of himself that he hasn't shown before I didn't get that it's weird that the album is called Certified Lover Boy and I feel like there are like four or five tracks just going hard at Kanye and it's like dude I don't know if it's really all that serious I don't I didn't hear four or five tracks going on Kanye, but go ahead. I, I mean, like I heard maybe yeah, two. It, when you when you make subs and you're a passive aggressive rapper, and we all know that the beef that you have, your prevalent beef is with this person, all of those subs are now at this person. And when you have like multiple bars where you're like, I have basically five or six subs for you that can apply to this person, yeah. you're talking about that person. I don't care how passive aggressive I wasn't talking about you. That's that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. Yeah. 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 What about you, Saul? Oh, let me unmute. Yo, the, the wind is... Uh... Here we go. I hit mute because of the wind. Okay. I would say with 
with Donda, right? Uh, I just want to come out right and say, I think Kanye figured it out, right? Like, I think what he's been trying to do the last couple of albums, mixing the gospel with the rap and, and not cursing, I think he finally figured out his, his sound, right? Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, I, the reason why I gave him a seven would be because I feel like there was some cheating taking place with a number of songs. You got like four number twos or part two. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's a little weird to me. And I feel like that kind of went to his disadvantage in terms of like, yeah. if I made a playlist, I feel like I could grab maybe 13 tracks yeah. Um, and say this is this is official. So he could have had a 15 track album that could have been clean. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with that. I agree. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. It, it did feel a little bit bloated, but it didn't feel as long as it could have for like an hour and 50 minute album. Oh, wow. The runtime is hour and 50 minutes? Come on. An hour, hour 48 minutes, just about. Okay. Okay. Um, and the CLB track list also has like, despite having less songs, an almost equivalent amount of time. Kanye's album is, is about 40 or 20. Wait, wait, come on. One, oh, yeah, one second, yeah. come on. Yeah, I'm just going to run downstairs. Just okay. Um, so, yeah, the length. Go ahead, come on. So, yeah, so, like we were saying. I was going to say, um, Donda is like a whole 22 minutes longer than CLB but CLB felt like it took a longer time to listen through and I don't know if that's just me it just felt like it took a long time to get through it I thought it was done multiple times before it was which I guess that might be that Drake just makes a lot of songs that sound like they could be the last song on the album I don't know yeah I I think oh go ahead one can make an argument that all of Kanye sound like the last song on an album so go ahead, Saul. No, I was gonna say Jesus Lord part one and two is an extra 22 minutes off rip, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it's like, like an 11, it's like, like an 11 minute deep. Yeah. There, there is some controversy about the drop though, like because we still don't know if this is the version that of the album that Kanye even wanted to drop. Yeah, yeah. also can we acknowledge the elephant in the room? The uh yes. Andre 3000 verse. Yes. Oh yes, we need to acknowledge that. You know, I will give the whole album 0.5 more higher of a rating. <laughs> now it's an eight because now that we're talking about Andre, like, holy shit, bro. I needed Andre and I didn't realize it until I heard the Andre. What did you guys think? Thighs verse is beautiful. It is a beautiful verse. To me, it actually brings Donda down a notch because it's like, wait, you had this. You, for some reason, chose not to use it because you, you'd rather spend that amazing verse talking about drake so to your point from earlier about drake sending subs and whatnot it's like yes. damn like uh, <laughs> the irony is that drake released this shit of it just of him talking about him directly it's just it's yeah, yeah. kanye's got to do better on that but but i would say yeah. that it, there's a reason that kanye didn't put it on the album like that should be accepted first and foremost there's a reason that we didn't hear it until drake of all people released it that i don't think it's a negative point that kanye had it and didn't release it that's if if i judge somebody based off of the thoughts they had in their head rather than what they speak and what they do this world would be a much more messed up place we can't judge people in that scale that doesn't make sense also, i think that mm-hmm. go oh, ahead. you got it no, you first, you first. Uh, i was gonna say i think that's totally fair i guess my only thing with that is like in this case where kanye's got every feature that he can 
grab. It's like, bro, under the sun, amazing feature that is would clearly be your best verse on that album, hands down. And the only reason why it seems like it wasn't released is because, based on what we heard, it sounds like you 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 were spitting for something else, and sounds like Andre was spitting for you know for Donda, and it's just like. That's the con. I, I do feel like that context matters a little bit because to your point, I think you're 100 yeah. right. I just think this has a little more context where it's like, damn, damn, man, we he could have done better all around and still given us, yeah, like you know that verse. Because in the end, like we're deprived of that verse. Like after well, all this, yeah, there's there's still so much context missing. I would say, you know, like we don't, we don't need the context. We don't we need do. release context it. Release, release the leaks. <laughs> release the leaks. I've been listening to Donda for three weeks before the whole shit released, and I've just been waiting, sitting on Reddit, just watching the shit. Go ahead, come on. Uh, I will say, like Kanye, like we don't know everything Kanye's released. Like it's it's a vacuous space. You know, Kanye could have a whole other verse that meshes well with Andre's verse that he didn't release because. He sent that to Drake to diss Drake. There might be Great a point. whole other deluxe version of the album that still focuses on the subject matter that Donda focuses on, mm-hmm. where he just doesn't even address the dude. I will say, I went on Kanye's Instagram though, and I'm not sure if you guys can see this. He doesn't have the post about Universal on here anymore, about Universal putting it out before he intended to. It's not so, there anymore. So I don't know if that means anything, but yeah. I don't know. If I, I think that that release before I wanted it to was a hoax because Kanye infamously goes in and changes the whole album after he's released it, which is annoying to me. I'll also reveal on another annoying thing about Drake. Like uh, one thing that I've noticed in particular about Drake is he seems to be stuck in this, like uh perg, this like a uh, play a purgatory. What the fuck? Play a purgatory. Yeah. yeah. You get stuck in this player purgatory. Sorry, we're in the hood right now. They're playing mad loud music outside. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. Solomon, do you hear that? Okay. No, not at all. Yeah, we're good. All right. Well. <laughs> all right. So, 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 <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, Drake is stuck in this fucking player purgatory. That shit is cool. Um, fucking fans is about Rihanna. I don't know if you guys caught that. He talks a little bit about um, 2014 and I believe that was the year him and Rihanna were supposedly like an item. He's always kind of stuck on that shit. Um, There's also a couple bars, I think, about him maybe meeting Kim Kardashian in a hotel room. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Please do me a favor and drop a comment if you guys think that I'm tripping or not. But I really think he might have tagged um, Kim K. Um, shout outs to Kim Kardashian West. Hey, call me just like Soldier Boy. Y'all saw that Soldier Boy. Talk? That's wild. Yo, call me Kim Kardashian. Call me right now. Um, if I don't pick up, I'll call you right back because I might be busy with my girl. But yeah, call me. <clears throat> um, yeah, so the two songs, let me see if I can. All right. Yeah, 7 a.m. on Brindle on Bridal Path. Um, I think he's talking about Kim K and race my mind. I think he's talking about Kim K the one time he may or may not have smashed Kim K that, that, that's, may I ask a question? So, Mm -hmm. so what's the big deal if he did before they were married? Like, I don't get why this is even a thing. Nothing. Kanye is like a little toxic sometimes when it comes to like relationships. So like, yeah, he's like, I don't want you looking at nobody. I want you wearing nobody else's sneakers. I don't want you wearing like, that's kind of trash to me. 
I mean, uh, to me, in my opinion, personally, I, I, th- personally. I think there's, there's always more context than you guys are willing to dig into for these situations. Cause these are people, um, mm-hmm. they're, they're mm-hmm. artists who have millions of dollars, billions of dollars in Kanye's case, but they're still people. So, uh, anybody who knows their history. Okay. Um, knows that Kanye had been trying to get at Kim for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it probably would hurt his pride if if he had been trying to get at her for a minute and Drake got there first. That's probably, like, why Drake might know. If, it, if he did do that, it could be a sore spot and he could just be needling at that sore spot. Yeah. yeah. So so sing about it, like the Ray J song. Like, what the fuck? But no, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. He's passive-aggressive. He's too much of a pussy to come on and just say, yo, I smashed your wife before you did. Like, yeah. None of his, like that's the thing like drake can come with hard delivery on a verse that's out like on a beat that sounds really good yeah for like a freestyle to be honest um but he he won't come right out and say like anything that like actually gives you context to the situation for a reason yeah yeah um yeah, i just want go ahead, go ahead. right it's some sucker shit if you if you out here tagging and then you talking about it it's like yo why why are you fucking up the game man like yeah. Like, you know, like do your shit in silence. Like you roll in a certain circle where I'm sure like you're getting it tagged plenty of, you know, elite women. It's like, mm. all right, man, like you do your thing and keep it moving. If you're lucky, you get to wipe one of them up. You know, it's, it's like, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. that's why that's why Kanye came out with the Kiki song. There was already a rumor, probably. And then the Kiki song came out. That's Kim's nickname, apparently. So, yeah. Um, and then I will say something else about Drake, about uh, Kanye. Kanye's kind of stuck in this space where I think he thinks he can get back with Kim. And Kim divorced, uh, as you all know, Kim is filing for divorce against Kanye because of all of the shit that he's done. And I think rightfully so. Like, she should go her own way and stop poisoning young black men's minds. And um, I think Kanye needs to stop obsessing over women with big titties and fat asses because, like, come on, man, like, we're just better than that. And I really think the whole um, Kim model of, of of doing business and getting famous is not a great model, like attracting a bunch of people to you when you have nothing like sort of tangible to offer, and then kind of growing a whole bunch of like, small little like, knickknacky products and like tchotchke type products and selling them is not really I don't really think uh, grounds for being a great business. I, I don't think that puts you in a Forbes list on and on any on any day, as far as I'm concerned. But I mean, props to Kim Kardashian West. She's got something that I don't have. Not gonna shade. Not gonna hate too much. Um, but yeah, Kanye's always kind of like doing this thing where he'll fuck up real bad, like run for president, and then like he'll say sorry with like an album, like the whole Taylor Swift and 808's heartbeat. 808s and heartbreak excuse me kind of kind of was um was like an interesting transition period and then out of that you know we kind of got drake's drake's plural (laughs) but yeah i don't want to i don't want to go on for forever um we got to move on to the next subject because we got a few minutes you got a few minutes left um what do you guys yeah we got we got seven minutes um yeah can you guys talk about some of your like the social media perceptions of what's going on and what you guys have been seeing and or what you guys you know think is wrong or good or funny about it uh shoot i mean i've seen a lot of people saying clb is mid i don't agree that it's mid i I think it was they had a few good songs on it that i really liked actually um 
I don't think it'll age the best out of Drake's albums. Yo. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's um, I don't think it'll necessarily age the best. I feel like it is some of his good work though. I don't think it's a terrible album by any stretch of the imagination, really. Thematically and cohesively, I don't think it's his best work though. You know what I would say? Uh, it's it's so interesting because I think the two of the, the two of these guys just have so many parallels, even between the stuff we talked about before with their relationships and not letting go, but also even in terms of these albums, right? Like, I think when I first got through Kanye's album, like it, the argument I would make is a lot of people didn't like use when it came out, right? And I think that's one of the albums that aged really well. Where I think more people talk about that album now, and I think it's going to be one of the cases with this album where. I think it's gonna age over time and people are gonna say, hey, that actually wasn't that bad. And there were some songs that I needed time with. Yeah, I love to use, yeah. Views is a good album. I think there was a, the, the social media perception, it was a very jealous one at the time. I think people were just jealous of Drake in general because he was just very successful and needed to knock him on something, which is why they're like, views. He, he had just taken, a, not really a L, but he had taken that whole thing with Meek Mill and the Ghost Riders and everyone just wanted to crap on him for something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I saw a funny tweet about somebody um, on Friday when the album dropped. She was like, I'm listening to Meek Mill all day today. I don't know about you guys. I was like, damn, chill. <laughs> That's wild. Meek Mill ain't even doing that. <laughs> Yo, I, I wonder which album Meek Mill likes more. I'm being good. <laughs> Yo, that would be hilarious. I, I bet he'd say, he'd say Kanye for sure. Yeah. I think he'd say CLB just to suck Drake off a little bit to get him to his good graces. Did you see any tweets or do you feel like people were unnecessarily harsh or praising one or the other, Saul and Kamal? Yeah, I was actually going to say, like, I do think Kanye, no matter what, is going to deal with kind of the same way I prefaced, like, my disclaimer in the beginning of, you know, it's, it's hard to fuck with Kanye because he makes it really difficult. So I think between social media and just people you talk to i think there are a lot of people who are older like they probably my age in their mid-30s or even older who are like yo even if his shit is fire i'm probably not going to back it or i'm still going to be really really hard on it even if objectively speaking it's at least a good album so i think that's something kanye is going to be dealing with no matter what like even if it was like perfect i don't think he would get the universal praise that any other artist would get for it that's a good point I'd be bitter about that if I was an artist. I'd, I'd be honest. I'd be, I'd be hella bitter about that. Yeah, I mean, you, you could argue they're both doing the same thing. I think Kanye's trying to chase Kanye, right? He's trying to get back to where he was before, and Drake supposedly is chasing his classic, right? So they're both chasing the, the purple dragon, so to speak. Um. So, yeah, we got a few more minutes. We got just uh, three more minutes left. I want to 